Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Consciously Blooming. I'm your host, Natalie Green, and I'm so happy to have you here today. So just a few disclaimers before we jump right in. Number one, if you hear whistling, I apologize. It is someone outside of our apartment. I cannot figure out who it is. So if you hear that, I apologize. It's been driving me absolutely insane all day and last week. So there's a mystery whistler about. <laughs> also, I'm trying out something new. I'm farther away from my microphone, hoping that it doesn't pick up every single breath that I take. So hopefully this works out. Hopefully it's not too quiet and this might be my new method of recording. Now, before we get into this week's episode, I will go over what I've been into and what I've been up to. What I've been into, not always having music or a podcast going on in my ears, aka just taking some time for silence. I think this is super important and I think that we find ourselves filling that void of not necessarily wanting to be entertained, but having something going all the time. And I think it's really important for us to take some time to just be in silence with our own thoughts. And I know you might think, oh, but I'm thinking and running through my thoughts while I'm listening to music. But I think it's also important to just do so silently. I think it's really good for our mental health. I think it's good for us to take some time to just not have any media whatsoever in our ears. And that's something that I'm really into. I do it when I'm walking the dog in the morning and at night. I have no headphones in, I'm not talking to anyone, and it's just a good time to decompress and really just enjoy some silence. So I definitely encourage you to do that if you're going on a walk or something like that. I encourage you to take some time to just not listen to music, not listen to a podcast, just be with yourself. What I've been up to This last week was Valentine's Day, and so to celebrate, my boyfriend and I this weekend on Saturday went and had a basically a tea party. It was so much fun. We absolutely loved it. We went to this really cute place right by where we live called Sugarbird, and it's a place that does scones. Like that's their main thing is scones. So they had this tea set that you could purchase and we each got one pot of tea from whatever we chose. And they had some really cool tea blends there. I love tea. Not a tea snob by any means. I just really love tea. And so you got to choose your pot of tea, one teapot each, like I said. And then they had all of the little finger sandwiches, which were so good. And we each got to choose two of their house-made scones. I think everything was honestly made in-house, but the scones were so good. I'm not a scone person, But holy cow, these were so good. They had such unique flavors. I got an Earl Grey lavender, which she chose for me. I had her surprise me. And I had a matcha white chocolate. Lip had a feta tomato and a double chocolate scone. So those were two separate ones. Don't worry. So it was feta and tomato and double chocolate. And they were so good. And there are also a whole bunch of fun little pastries and cookies and everything that came out with it. And they had homemade clotted cream and saffron jam. It was so much fun. I will admit we did not expect the price tag to be as much as it was. We clearly didn't do enough research, but honestly, it was so worth it. We had such a great time and I think it was such a fun, special way to celebrate Valentine's Day and it's a little bit different than just getting dinner, which is always a good time, but 
I like to get a little creative. So this was an absolute blast and I loved getting to spend that time with him. Also, you might still hear it in my voice a little bit. I am still sick. I don't know how. It's been so long. I feel fine. I'm just coughing all the freaking time. So sorry if you can also hear that I'm sick. Now, this episode is long overdue. About 52 episodes overdue, in fact, because we are reopening the idea of the seasons of your life. While I covered a majority of the topic all the way back in episode one, how to take advantage of the seasons in your life, if you can remember that far back, but this week's episode is in tandem with that episode because I received a question of how you can know what season of life you are in. Before I go into how you know what season of life you're in, I will give some background to those of us who may not remember everything from that first episode or those who are new to the podcast. If you're new, thank you for joining us. And if you're not, thank you for coming back. I appreciate you listening. First and foremost, what are the seasons of your life? Well, like the natural seasons, they follow a fall, winter, spring, summer cycle. And how you think of the seasons impacting the environment around us and signaling the natural changes that we see in the flora and fauna are also represented in how our lives change throughout these cycles. Let's take a bit of a deeper look. So, the winter season. This is a time of preparation and planning. While this might be a time of darkness or loneliness, think seasonal depression or simply the darkening of the weather, it doesn't have to necessarily be sad. This is a great time for self-reflection for evaluating where you currently are and where you want to go. Planning out your path from this point sets you on the trajectory for your other three seasons in the cycle. The spring season. Following winter, spring is the time to begin acting. This is when you take those first few steps to build the momentum and reach the goals you set out to achieve and that you planned for in the winter. This will take effort as you are blossoming and growing to meet those expectations you set for yourself. But do not be set back. Keep pushing through those growing pains. The summer season. After taking those first few hard steps, you might feel more at ease in a rhythm and being able to see your goal much more clearly. You are better able to meet obstacles that you may have already faced or expected may come your way. This moment will be one of enjoying the fruits of your labor, but it is not harvesting season just yet. You still have work to do, and this is not the time to take your foot off the gas. Do not be caught stagnant by your current success, as this can cause your ultimate failure if you focus too much on the current state. Last but not least, the fall season. This is the season where either you get to appreciate the fruits of your labor or realize the downsides of all of your excuses or taking your foot off the gas. This is when that cause and effect becomes very apparent. So, you will either be having a great time enjoying what you have achieved, the goals you have reached, and all of the hard work you put in to get here, or you will be lamenting about the lack of work you put in and where that has left you, unfulfilled in the goals you had set for yourself in the winter. Now that we have some background behind each season, 
And if you're looking for a more in-depth look at each season, I do encourage you to go back and listen to episode one, Taking Advantage of the Seasons of Your Life. I know it's very far back, but I do think the information is worth scrolling that far back for. But back to what I was saying, it is important to know what season of life you are in for several reasons, one of which I think is the most obvious and understandable. It can help you make sense of where you currently are and why you have been feeling or acting in that way that you have. It is another tool to help us make sense of things. Now that we have a basic understanding of these seasons that we can be in throughout our life, how do we know which season we are personally in? There are several ways to try and discern which season you are in. None are black and white. But using these methods can at least help you try to determine where you are and where you're headed. First and foremost, let's start off by asking yourself how you feel. Do you feel tired? maybe a little lonely or even heartbroken, or maybe just unsure or confused as to where you are headed or what path to take, you would be in winter. Do you feel energized and ready to start a journey you've been planning and researching? Maybe you just took those first steps or a leap of faith, hopeful and ready to take on new opportunities. You would be in spring. Do you feel like you have experienced lots of growth? Do you feel like you have been putting in a lot of effort, and you might be getting a bit tired of the mundane, but you also don't want to give up on all of the work you've already put in. Perhaps you are feeling distracted and have thoughts of veering from the path you've chosen. You would be in summer. Do you feel like you are tasting the fruits of your labor, like your hard work is finally paying off, or like you didn't put in enough effort and now you feel disappointed in yourself or the situation you're in? you would be in fall. But adding on to these, what is going on in your life? Have you lost a job or gone through a breakup? You're probably in winter. This of course doesn't feel good, but what follows the ending of something? The beginning of something new and new opportunities presenting themselves. If you see this happening around you, then you're in your spring season, and so on and so forth. Looking at your external circumstances can be a way to help guide you in understanding the season you are in, so you can be introspective and looking at how you're feeling, and outrospective by looking at what is going on around you, what circumstances have presented themselves to help determine what season you're in. You can also ask yourself what decisions you have made to get you to the spot where you currently are, and what decisions you need to be making next. Moving backwards this time, if you are currently in your fall season, you would have had to make decisions to keep on keeping on, to have been persistent in your action and on your path. If you are currently in your summer season, you would have had to just be making decisions to start your journey, to take the leap of faith. If you are in your spring, you would have just come out of your planning stage, evaluating different paths and how to approach execution. And last but not least, if you're in your winter stage, you would have just been making decisions on how you were successful and how you were not exactly successful. In this way, looking behind us, we can see where we currently stand and also have an idea of the upcoming decisions that we will have to make. One way to see that if you are transitioning seasons 
is to evaluate whether things and activities that used to bring you comfort are no longer doing so. Maybe it was binging a show on Netflix every Friday. Maybe it is a certain hobby that no longer fulfills you. Maybe it's your career. Whatever it is, you might notice that you are not feeling the same comfort and peace in those spaces or doing those things. And that can be a sign that you are in a time of transition or something needs to change or is already in the process of changing. Wrapping things up, I want to reiterate what I mentioned in the first episode one more time. Your seasons don't necessarily change with the natural seasons. You can be in your personal summer when it's winter outside. Furthermore, there is no set time for when your seasons change. You could be in winter for three weeks and then spring for six weeks and in summer for three years. It is all varying and will continue to ebb and flow throughout your entire life. While this might seem a little scary because it can be hard to leave the summer, it's also comforting knowing that while you might be in your personal winter, it won't last forever and your spring is right around the corner. So get ready for it. Now, I hope you enjoyed this week's topic. I hope you have a better idea of how to understand what season you are currently in. And again, knowing how to take advantage of those seasons, I do encourage you to go back to episode one. I know I've said that a bajillion times in this episode, but I do think it is chock full of info on how to take advantage of those seasons. And now I will end as I always do. And today it's with a quote from Alan W. Watts, who has written many a self-improvement book. I think he is very, very well-versed in this topic, of course, and a wonderful read. So I encourage you to look up his information. Anyways, his quote, he said, the only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it, and join the dance. With that, I end this week's episode. I thank you so much for listening. Please like, share, and leave a review. Have a wonderful week and keep consciously blooming into your best self.